Welcome to the Faith to You podcast. I'm Pastor Caleb Schrader. I'm going to continue in our series where we talk about love incarnate. Jesus came down in human flesh at Christmas, and he manifests perfect love continuously. He loved his Father with all of his heart, soul, mind, and strength, but he also loved his neighbor as himself. And what that meant means is not only that he laid down his life, he sacrificed his life, but he did it with all of the attributes of love. He manifests love with his sacrifice, but he exhibited love with his attributes. And so we've been talking about that from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. And today we're focusing on envy. Love does not envy. And you know what that means? It means Jesus did not envy. Now what I want to do is I want to lump several together here because they're all tied to one. Jesus did not envy. And then it says this about envy. It is not boastful, is not arrogant, is not rude, is not self-seeking. Now, now it's interesting to think about Jesus as not envying because Jesus had every right to be glorified. Jesus had every right to demand that people gave him glory. He's the creator. He's the only one who deserves it. I didn't, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve people's praise. I don't deserve people's adoration, their affection, their encouragement. I don't deserve any of those things. Jesus did, and he didn't demand it. Listen to this. In John 5, 41, Jesus says this, I do not accept glory from people, but I know you that you have no love for God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and yet you don't accept me. If someone else comes in his own name, you will accept him. How can you believe since you accept glory from one another, but don't seek the glory that comes from the only God? Jesus was only concerned about one kind of glory, the glory of God, the glory that he manifests in his earthly life. That's glory that he put on display. It's not glory that man could give to him. It's glory that he possessed. Remember John says at the beginning of his gospel, we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And then Jesus prays in John 17, Father, glorify me with the glory I had before. So during his earthly life, the glory of his splendor was veiled, but the glory of his obedience was on display, his grace and his truth. And part of that was this love that did not envy, did not boast, was not arrogant, was not rude or self-seeking. And the reason Jesus didn't do those things is because he didn't exchange in the currency of honor and respect that humans base their value upon. What do I mean? I mean, humans, they think that their value lies in other people's opinion of them. Their their self-worth is measured by how people treat them or what people say about them. Instead of their security, not their self-worth, but their security being measured by what Jesus Christ has done for them to redeem them. Now, I want you to get this. We're not redeemed because we're valuable. We're not. We were lost. We were despicable. We were depraved. Our value lies in Jesus' power. Do you remember what it says in 1 Corinthians? It says, you have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the power may be from God, that the glory may be with God. It's not about you. It's about him. What's valuable is his power, his glory, not yours. 
And Jesus lived that out. He showed us what that looks like to not buy and sell an exchange of the currency of human honor and respect. That's not what you need to be successful. This is especially hard for men. We really struggle to believe that I can be successful if people don't respect me, if people don't honor me. One of the ways that Jesus put this on display is he didn't care about other people gaining popularity. Yeah, what do I mean? Um, in, Ma- in Mark chapter 9, there's a story where his disciples see somebody else casting out demons in his name. And, and John, his disciple, comes to him. John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he wasn't following us. Don't stop him, said Jesus, because there is no one who will perform a miracle in my name who can soon afterwards speak evil of me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Jesus says, don't stop him. It's okay. Jesus wasn't worried about some sort of vigilante. He says, if he's doing my work, he's going to come to know me. He's going to get it. He's going to know who I am. Think about how Paul put this on display in Philippians. He said that there was people who were preaching the gospel out of pretense. They were trying to win over converts because Paul was in prison. Remember what he said? He said that whether in pretense or truth Christ is preached, so I rejoice. He, he didn't have a party spirit. He didn't have an attitude of, you need to be on my team. You need to be a, have a Paul-first mentality. He said, don't say you're of Paul or Apollos or any of those. This is how we put on display the same attribute where we're not envying, we're not arrogant, we're not boastful, we're not rude, we're not self-seeking. Do you remember the model that Jesus gave for us? He said, you need to be the servant of all. He says this in Mark 10, 43, Jesus is speaking, and he says, But it is not so among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to be great among you will be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you will be a slave to all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. This should just blow your mind that Jesus didn't come to be served. He's the only one worthy of being served, and he didn't come for that. He didn't come to receive his just due. Instead, he came to give his life. He came to be a sacrifice. He came to give his life as a ransom. He didn't come to be served, but to serve. Do you remember how he taught his disciples about this? He taught them this by washing their feet. Remember the lesson he taught in Luke twenty two twenty seven. He says, who is greater, the one at the table or the one serving? Isn't it the one at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. This is how Jesus put on display the attribute of love that is not self-seeking. He didn't worry about what people thought about him if he put a towel around himself and washed their feet. In Jesus' day, people were very concerned about being thought of as a lower class than they actually were. It didn't matter to Jesus. Why? Because his love did not envy. Let me close with the description of his love in 2 Corinthians 8, 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. Jesus became poor so that by his poverty we might become rich. Are those riches enough for you? You know, if those riches at the expense of Christ's life are enough for you, You don't need honor from people. You don't need things for people. You don't need the positions of other people. You don't need to be arrogant or proud. You don't need to be self-seeking or rude. And you do not need to envy 
when you understand what you have in Christ. Follow the example of Christ. Don't buy and sell in the currency of respect that our culture finds our value in. Instead, understand this. He became poor so you could be rich. You have a treasure beyond value. Revel in it. Thank you for listening today.